Welcome back to the new episode of Hold On To Your Butts. We're here for episode 21. I'm your host, Logan Lewis, the host with the most. Got some good entertainment news to talk to you about. Let's get it. Let's start talking. Joining me today is my cousin Tanner from the interview last week. Tanner, what's up? What's up, Logan? How are you? Good. How are you? Great to have you back on the pod. It's really good to be back. Sweet. We're going to get into the world of entertainment that I consumed this week and random news stories that uh, we discussed. So uh, let's just get down to it. Let's talk about some good music that came out this week, Tanner. So there was a Spider-Man song that came out for the new upcoming Into the Spider-Verse. The song is by Swaley and Post Malone, and it's called Sunflower. What would you think of it? Um, I thought it was alright. Yeah. Well, not the best. I agree. Nothing special. It's just, uh, st- of course it's like a PG song, so there's no, like, real, like, drug references. Yeah. It's like a love song-ish. It's alright. It's, it's none not- of the good stuff. It's know? none of the good stuff. <laughs> uh, it's whatever. Let's talk about some more music that came out this week. Let's talk about Nothing to Prove by Lil Yachty, oh, the album. I love so, it. So, okay, getting right into it. The Apple Music description of Nothing to Prove is, Well, Yachty could have cruised on his famously bright personality, but as Maxim goes, the smooth sea never made a skilled sailor. After taking a more aggressive tack on Lil Boat 2, the colorful Atlanta rapper adopts a more balanced approach with his third full-length album, Nothing to Prove, amplifying his strengths. Through the project's first half, he checks doubters like Give Me Respect and flexes like a room of jealous bodybuilders in Yacht Club and I'm the Mac. Cardi B and Offset helped turn Who Want the Smoke into a sweaty locker room chant, and on St. Laurent YSL, Boat and Lil Baby recount their bumpy road to success over a minimal Earl the Pearl beat. With all the stress out of his system, Yachty turns his attention to carnal desires, letting loose his inner romantic through the album's second half. Worth It may be his most powerful love song yet, commenting on how the media perpetrates impossible body goals. Yachty loves you just the way you are. So this album came with 15 songs, and out of the 15, I kept eight of them. I kept Get Dripped, featuring Playboy Cardi, Riley from the Boondocks, Yacht Club, featuring Juice World, St. Laurent YSL, featuring Lil Baby, We Outta Here, featuring Young Nudie, Who Want the Smoke, featuring Cardi B and Offset, Worth It, and Everything Good, Everything Right. So, I thought this album was okay. Me too. It wasn't uh, it wasn't amazing and it wasn't really crappy. It's just uh, I really liked Lil Boat too, uh, so this was kind of a step down from Lil Boat too. But it, I think it was still better than. Oh no, I can't say that. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, it was just not as good as Lil Boat too. And Agreed. it, I also don't think it was better than Teenage Emotions that came out a few years ago. I don't think it was better than that either. Um, it was just alright. It was a good Yachty mixtape. Uh, the highlight song for me definitely is... Uh, I really like the song um, that he's got with Lil Baby. As long as the song We Outta Here with Young Nudie. Young oh, Nudie that Young Nudie song is probably the best song on here. Yeah. I love Young Nudie. Yeah, Young Nudie's starting to get out of the unknown land and start to get into known land. Oh, yeah. And the, uh, Get Dripped. That one's super good. Who's that with? Uh, Playboy Cardi. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that one, too. Tons of people love that one. That's the highlight one for me. Okay. So, let's also talk about World on Drugs 
Future and Juice World. Did you listen to it? I did not. Damn. I didn't get the chance to. I heard it was good, though. The Apple Music description of Juice World reads as, If Goodbye and Good Riddance was Juice World's coming out, his mixtape with Future World on Drugs details the Descendant After Party. Gone are the woeful feels that propelled the Chicago rapper into the emo hip-hop stratosphere. In their place are euphoric end-zone celebrations with his new BFF, the godfather of the current wave of auto-tuned rap crooners co-signing one of his upbeat seconds. Together they form a potent tag team whose melodic styles complement and often play off each other. They go boast for boast on Fine China and count stacks with Young Thug on Red Bentley. Songs like Oxy and Ain't Livin' Right echo the nihilistic tone set by Goodbye tracks Lean With Me and Black and White, and when the intoxicants wear off, Future is left with blurry-eyed moments of clarity in Afterlife. Then on Hard Work Pays Off, the two tally the wins and losses and toast with plastic cups. World on Drugs is the beginning of a beautiful friendship. So this song came with 16 songs, and I kept 12 of them. I kept Jet Lag featuring Young Scooter, Astronauts, Fine China, Red Bentley featuring Young Thug, Oxy featuring Lil Wayne, 7 a.m. Freestyle, Shorty, Reeler and Reeler, World on Drugs, Ain't Living Right featuring Gunna, Transformer featuring Nicki Minaj, and Hard Work Pays Off. The highlight songs for me are definitely Transformer with Nicki Minaj, Ain't Living Right with Gunna, and Oxy featuring Lil Wayne. Oxy is a smash (laughs) hit. So is 7 a.m. Freestyle. World on Drugs is really good too. They're all good. I loved this album. Listening to this was very good. Juice World and Future's voices go very well together. The production is also really good. You got Murder uh, murder Beats on Red Bentley with Young Thug. That's even a good one, too. You know Young Thug was going to be in this thing if Future was involved. Young Thug is always involved when Future is involved. Uh, so, yeah, I liked it. You should listen to it, Tanner, and then uh, tell me what you think about it. All right, I can do that. Uh, so, yeah, definitely listen to that if you like a Future or Juice World or both. Listen to it. Let's talk about another album that came out. Another album that came out is called Sun City by Khalid. Khalid, uh, the description is short and sweet, saying the up next star pens a love letter to his hometown of El Paso, Texas. This thing came, uh, it's more of an EP, I guess. Came with seven songs. I kept four, Saturday Nights, Motion, Better, and Sun City, featuring Impressive. Uh, The highlight here is definitely Better. Uh, I didn't really like this too much. Uh, I really like Khalid, but the R&B soul I'm still trying to get accustomed to and like just doesn't do it for me 100%. But for the most part, you know, if you like Khalid, you'll like it. Did you listen to any of these songs? I'm sure you've heard Better. I've heard Better yeah. was a single that came out a couple weeks ago. Probably. You probably heard that. Yeah. Khalid's always good. So. Yeah, Khalid is, Khalid's got it. Uh, another album is called Bohemian Rhapsody. The original soundtrack for the Bohemian Rhapsody movie that is coming out next weekend, I think. I was really hoping it was this weekend, but it is not. It's next weekend. I really wanted to see that. That looks terrific. I think it looks great. I gotta go. Me and Tanner will probably go and then give a review on it afterwards. I'm down. Um, So, I won't read through the description of the songs, because all of these are just Queen's popular hits. Stuff like Somebody to Love, uh, Bohemian Rhapsody, Love of My Life. We will rock you. Another one bites the dust. All of the, all of the, uh, you know, hits that Queen had. I'm really excited to see this movie. It was really good listening to a Queen album again. So yeah, check this out. Uh, it's a pretty solid. It's pretty damn good. Kane Brown released a single 
good as you, and it's a smash. This is going to be the next, uh, uh, whatever, what ifs. Uh, this is a smash hit. I love this song. It's so good. That's all I gotta say, because I know Tanner didn't listen to it. Yeah, of course, no. <laughs> Another album that came out, <laughs> it's called North's Best by Lil Mosey. Not Lil very Mosey. well known. This album came with 11 songs. I kept 11 of them. Oh, this album is a smash. <laughs> this is good. There's a one feature on it with Block Boy JB, I and like it's Black good. Boy. That's probably the best song besides, uh, oh, geez, what's probably the best one? Probably That's My Bitch. That's a good one. <laughs> uh, yeah, listen to this album. Production's good. He's a very new rapper. Uh, you can tell by his album artwork that he didn't do much. It's just him standing on top of a car. Uh, it's nothing fancy. All right. That basically does it for the music this week. I didn't really, uh, I didn't really, um, there wasn't much other music, so we're going to move on to the next topic. All right. Well, uh, the next topic today is the newest, newest segment of this podcast. We're going to do a sports column every week hosted by this man to my left, Tanner Smith. Take it away, sir. Well, first I want to talk about some uh, NCAA, some college football games. There's some good upsets over the weekend we have where is it we have temple beating cincinnati cincinnati was 20th ranked at the time and they beat him 24 to 17 in overtime i thought that was cool and then another a crazy upset i'll talk about at the end but washington state beat oregon oregon was 12th ranked and washington state was 25th i think i know your crazy upset Yes. I think it's the obvious one oh, that it is. a lot of the, people are uh, upset yeah. about, but yeah, go on. The 49-20 to 20 upset of Ohio State from Purdue. Is that the... That's the one. Oh, is that Ohio the upset? Ohio State was number two ranked, and now they dropped to 11th, I believe. Yeah, and that's right. That's crazy. Isn't that we, crazy? We were, we were watching we were that watching game. That game. And, what were you, we were in the hotel yeah, when we were in we, Illinois we were visiting Griffin. Yeah, we were flipping through Washington State and Oregon. We were trying to see if Oregon would come back, and they never did. But Purdue... I just loved watching that game. It was so entertaining watching them lose. I don't know why, but well, I can't, even you know why. Ohio State, man, what what happened? I don't know. They lost forty nine to twenty. Also, that's that's ridiculous. pretty bad. It'd be different if it was a really close game. Exactly. But no, they got smashed. They they got destroyed. Damn, it was pretty awesome. I think they'll bounce back. R.I.P. to Ohio State. Yeah, I think that might be their second loss, but I, whatever happens, I, I feel like bounce back. Everybody in Purdue hardcore got wasted last weekend. Oh, definitely. They're uh, they're on like a four game win streak now. They started off terrible. Damn. Now they're now they're getting good. So, and another thing that has happened recently is the World Series. Uh, the Red Sox versus Dodgers. The oh. Red Sox lead it two nothing, and. Uh, they're obviously the better team. They were 108 and 54 in the regular season versus the Dodgers 92 and 71. And well, I think we'll see. I think that Do- or, uh, Boston's going to sweep them. So you think so? Definitely. Well, I'm sure. But Boston's very good. Boston is good, and it's crazy, man, that they play so many games in oh, baseball. 162 a year. How about that? That is crazy. That's every night. Every night, sometimes twice a day. So, yeah, sometimes it's literally baseball has to be one of the most tiring sports it's so hard to follow though for that reason only. yeah 162 i forget they play half the time exactly that's that's where it comes in and it's just disappointing yes and i'm a white Sox fan so it's really hard to follow along to team you know them losing every night so it's pretty tough <laughs> so on to the nfl this week was an interesting one uh it started off on thursday night with the broncos beating the cardinals 45 to 10 
So well, we saw that one coming. We did. Well, even I mean, without no, we didn't. Not really. Well, even without painting Manning. Yeah, they're still good. Yeah. Well, they're they're really not. They're two, they're three and four, and you know, <laughs> Arizona has dropped to one and six, so they're pretty bad. Yeah. Uh, I know everyone's rooting for the Browns, but they got beaten overtime again this week. So <laughs> by who? Uh, the Buccaneers, who aren't very good themselves. They're four and three, or no, they're three and three, but who knows? And uh, the Eagles, the you know, past champions, they lost again. They are 3-4 and four now. They are not very good. Who'd they lose to? They lost to the Panthers, 21-17. It was a close one. Mm, okay. Patriots were in a close one with the Bears, 38-31. to 31. The Bears are a scary team, and as a Packer fan, I'm afraid of them. So, Who won that game? Patriots. They beat them 38-31. Right. But the Bears were with them the whole time, which was crazy. And uh, what other good games were there? There was Cowboys and Redskins, and Cowboys got beat again. They dropped down to... <laughs> Three and four. Cowboys. Uh, that's a that's a huge rivalry too. Oh yeah. Yes, they hate uh, each other. Of course. That's hilarious. And the and Rams. The Cowboys and got rammed. The Rams are so good. They're thirty nine and ten. They they are nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thanks. They are very good and they're scary. The Packers play them next week and, well, you heard it here. I think the Packers are going to beat the Rams. The Rams are seven and zero. Oh. They're due for an upset. The Rams are seven and zero. They are such a good team. Holy hell! Offensive powerhouse. I'm it's you. never too early to be making predictions for the Super Bowl, but they're doing yeah, really they, well. They are supposed to be there, and along with the Patriots, of course. And no, 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 no. I lied. The Chiefs. The, the Chiefs, Chiefs are so good. They got a new quarterback named Patrick Mahomes. That kid is amazing. Watch out for him. He's, oh God, he's scary. It'd be great if we got a Patriot a Super Bowl that is Patriotless. Yes. For a year, I think I think that'll be no offense year. to Pats fans, but they've just been in it for the past like six years in a row, and it's just well, actually no, they had that year that it was no, what it was Carolina they, with been, Denver. Yeah, they've been here and there. Yeah, but for the most part, they've been to the Super Bowl probably the most in the previous years than any other team. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, or the the most well, they, Super Bowls. They have a lot of uh, yeah, they have a lot of super. They have the most in the whole yeah, league. They yeah. have the most in the whole league. See. This is why Tanner's here, and I'm not talking about sports. <laughs> and the Patriot, or the Steelers are right up behind him with five Super Bowls. Yeah. But I got to talk about Patrick Mahomes because this kid, he's a rookie. He's got 22 touchdown passes, and I'm not sure how many interceptions, but it's low. 2,223 yards already. He's ridiculous. And uh, I think he's, I think he's, well, he's not a rookie, excuse me, but I think he's here to say. Where me. did he go to college? He I went to Texas Tech. Yeah, it really wasn't that, like, he really wasn't that big of a deal in college until now he's super good kids 23 years old he's a year older than me oh, yeah. it's ridiculous what these people do with their lives that's crazy us. man so you know what i'm gonna do i'm gonna predict the games for the nfl okay so dolphins and texans i think the dolphins are gonna win that one okay go for it packers rams and <laughs> packers uh <laughs> eagles jags those are both two struggling teams so i i think the eagles will come out on top because the jags are going through some issues with at the qb position right now Broncos, Chiefs, Chiefs are going to smash them. Um, the Browns and Steelers, ooh, the Browns tied the Steelers earlier in the year. That's why they're 2-4-1. Uh, and one. Mm. So, I think it'll be a good game, but the Steelers will beat them. Redskins, Giants, mm, Giants are awful. Redskins will win. <laughs> <laughs> Seahawks, Lions, ugh, I hate to say it, but the Seahawks are going to beat them. I hate the Seahawks more than anything in this world. Just want to let you know. <laughs> Buccaneers, Bengals, uh, hmm, Bengals will win that one. They're a good team. Buccaneers are struggling. Jets and Bears. Jets are, you know. Jets will probably beat the Bears. Nope. No? No. See, I, I know nothing about football. 
Bears are good, but they're three and three. They've they've just had tough losses against good teams. I know enough about the sport that I can have a conversation, but once you start bringing up plays and players, I'm out. <laughs> yeah. I can I know the rules of the game to the point where I can have a conversation if I was sitting at a bar next to somebody. Yes, that's the only that's that's the extent of what I know. If you start bringing up specifics, I'm out. <laughs> All right, Ravens Panthers. I think the Panthers pan, the Panthers will win that one because of Cam Newton. He's pretty good. Not a terrible QB, much as most people think. Colts Raiders. Raiders are going to lose because they're they're awful. <laughs> and so are the Colts, but the Colts are better. <laughs> 49ers and Cardinals. Oh my god. That is the worst. Game. That is going to be a smash. It's, no, it's going to be the worst possible game to watch. <laughs> they're both 1 and 6. They're probably both going to put up like 10 points. So I think the one that can put up 11 points will win. <laughs> uh, the Cardinals I think will win that one. Damn. The Saints and the Vikings. Vikings are good, but the Saints will smash them. Patriots, Bills, oh my god. Patriots are going to smash the Bills. That's ridiculous. That's not even fair. <laughs> the Bills are terrible. They scored five points last week, so moving on. <laughs> what 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 else in the world of sports? Anything else interesting? Um, Not much, other than the big old fight with Rajon Rondo. And I was just going to ask if yes. you had a take on that. I Well, I just think that, you know, that's ridiculous. But still, Rondo spit on him, so yeah. spit on Chris Paul. At first, it was like, oh, Chris Paul's a dick. But then when the when you see that really, really zoomed-in video and you see that he got spit on, it's like, okay. Yeah, it, that's childish, yeah. if you ask me. Don't but, spit on someone. That's just, that's well, just disgusting. Hey, but the media, they love it. So, yeah. So. And we all do, so. Is there a punishment? Are they both yeah, out both for be, a couple weeks? They'll both be suspended for a couple weeks, yeah. Yeah, that's just, just It's dumb. just stupid. Whatever. It hurts their team. So that was the sports column of the week. Yes. Uh, very glad that we were able to do that with you, Tanner. I think I nailed it. As you did. But now let's get hype for a wedding. <laughs> so our cousin Clay uh, proposed to his longtime girlfriend, Kate, uh, and they are getting married next August uh, of 2019, which is exciting. So uh, they're both great people. Kate's a great girl. Clay, obviously, great dude. And over the weekend, Clay asked Tanner and I to be a part of his wedding. He asked Tanner to be a groomsman. Oh, yeah. And he asked me if I would be his best man. Of course, we both accepted. Easily. Uh, <laughs> Clay's a, uh, a great guy. Um, and we are really happy for him and Kate. And the wedding is going to be a smash. Now we got a bachelor party to plan. We got, I got a speech to write. Uh, God, I'm definitely going to cry, but, uh, <laughs> but hey, it'll be okay. This is uh, probably the most important thing I've ever done in my life. <laughs> <laughs> the look on Tanner's face when he got asked was just like, oh my God, I'm finally a part of something. Yes. <laughs> uh, my brother Griffin also should be noted that he is going to be a groomsman as well. He, Clay asked all three of us. Uh, when we were over visiting Griffin over the weekend in eastern Illinois. I did not expect that to happen. No, I, uh, I'm i really thankful that he asked me. It's it's going to be a great opportunity, and the wedding is going to be a smash hit, so I thought I would just throw in this little segment to give Clay and Kate a shout-out. Oh, yeah. We're excited, guys. Yes, we are. Next up, I really wanted to touch on something that just bugs the shit out of me. So, I'm driving, and... I know damn well that I've covered this subject before, but I am so sick and tired of it being bumper-to-bumper traffic, and I let someone over, and they don't wave. Bro, if you don't wave, you are trash. 
If you don't wave, bro, if I'm stopping to let you in, you better wave, throw up a hand, acknowledge me or something. Because you are trash. If you don't wave, come on, man. Just at least show the person that you appreciate that you let them over. I agree. Tanner, do you experience this? Yes. Well, mostly I experience letting people over and then like five minutes later they think they need to go back over to the other lane. It's like I just did all that to let you get in front of me. I stopped my car so you would get in front of me. But then you go back there. So I just speed right past and I'm like, hi. Yeah. That's it. It's... It's it's ridiculous. It I don't I don't get it. If I am going to like Tanner just said, if I'm gonna stop, you best acknowledge that. I'm a person. Yeah, I matter. <laughs> I have places to be. We Think about do. it. If I lay you over, that's a possibility that the stoplight turns red and you get through and I don't. Adding an extra <laughs> couple minutes to my commute time, which is just trash. If it's... you don't wave to me, <laughs> you suck. That's all I gotta say. More thoughts, Tanner? Uh, yeah. That's exactly what I'm thinking. God. Just... <laughs> now, for a lighter subject, video games. <laughs> I haven't talked about many video games lately. Uh, there's been a lot of games that have come out. Um, but uh, I really wanted to touch on something real quick. And tonight at midnight, Red Dead Redemption 2 <sighs> is released. <sighs> so, I... Uh, first off, I don't want to call out GameStop for being trash, but GameStop, you're trash. <laughs> Um, and they're, they're not trash. Just selling stuff back to them sucks. Yeah. It's kind of like Pawn Stars. Remember they would get an expert in, and they'd be like, Rick, this chair is worth $30,000. And he'll be like, great, I'll give you a couple hundred bucks for it. Yeah. It's like... It's the same thing. It's the same thing at GameStop. And I get it. They have to sell it back and make a profit. But, dude, Red Dead Redemption 2 is coming out tonight. Right before I got here to record this, I watched the IGN review of Red Dead Redemption 2, which, of course, they gave it a 10 out of 10. No they say it's an absolute masterpiece. Dude, the level of detail that they have in this game is just unmatched. If you're using a pump shotgun, uh, or if you're using, I'm sorry, any gun, if you use it too much and don't clean it, it will jam and break like a gun in real life. No way. If you are riding your horse in a snowy mountain, I swear this is real. I saw video footage of it. The horse's balls will actually shrivel up as if he was in the cold mountain. And if you move to a normal uh, summer plateau, his balls will remain horse size. The balls of your horse shrivel. The detail. The detail, man. The, you have to go to the store, and instead of just selecting, uh, you know, if you're trying to buy ammo, instead of just saying, I want ammo, you have to go in and go through and flip through your character, flips through a catalog, and you have to point to the thing you want as if you were actually buying it from a real person instead of just clicking a button to refill your ammo. That could get irritating, but really cool at the yeah, same time. Yeah, the reviewer said something that a lot of people that he works with thinks it's more of a chore than fun. Yeah. But... Rockstar just wanted to capture the absolute realistic... The game takes place in, I think, it said 1899. So they really wanted to capture the absolute... What it was like. That's going to be and cool. When you bought beer, instead of saying... you, Instead of going up to a bar and ordering a drink, you actually pick the mixed drink or beer that you want. If you're playing cards, instead of 
you know, throwing all your money in, you can actually pick the amount of money you throw in or the amount of cards that you draw. It's just the level of detail. There's over 35 types of fish in the game for when you decide to go fishing. No way. There are over, I think, 10 different types of horses that all react differently to the kind of environment that you're in. It's not like it's a car in Grand Theft Auto that you just get in and you can drive that car anywhere. If this horse that you, if the horse breed that you buy doesn't like snowy mountains, it's not going to go on a snowy mountain. You're going to have to get a different horse. Whoa. The level of detail that they have in this game looks so unreal. The game, I have it pre-ordered. Uh, the reason I brought up GameStop, I, I don't think I'm going to buy physical discs anymore. That's a good uh, idea. Unless it's a game that I can see myself selling, like Call of Duty, like I will sell that next year when the new one comes out. Assassin's Creed, I will sell that one the, when the new one comes out. Red Dead Redemption, we've been waiting on this sequel for eight years. Eight years? Eight years. I did not know Came that. out in 2010 when I was a freshman in high school. So... Same with Grand Theft Auto. Grand Theft Auto 4 came out in like 2009. Grand Theft Auto 5 came out in like 2015. Dang. They spend time on their games. So, I, <laughs> I'm so hyped to play this game, man. This is one of those games that I'm buying both on PlayStation and I'm going to get it on Xbox eventually to play with my Xbox friends. That's cool. Uh, A little throwback. PlayStation, yeah, we used to ride into the sunset and <laughs> kill Indians and drink beer and just again all in this game it's all a good and it was such a good time man i'm so excited for this game so i last night i went to gamestop canceled my pre-order went home bought it on the playstation and at midnight precisely the game will be available for me to play i already pre-downloaded this bitch you can do that yes oh that's so so by the time midnight hits i will be jamming on this game and i'm so excited unfortunately i'm an adult and i have to go to work tomorrow and (laughs) But I made very little plans this weekend so I could experience this game. I am so excited. I just wanted to issue my level of excitement for Red Dead Redemption 2 coming soon to a store near you. Now, with all my rhyming out of the way, let's talk about some film. So this is a fun episode of Movie Talk, as you as you will. Because, uh, you, as you know, past few weeks I've been watching some classic films that I've been recommended to by friends, family, and co-workers. Uh, on that list was the original 1978 Halloween. Yeah. yeah, I know. I'd never seen this movie until three or four days ago. Don't kill me. But a little bit about this movie. It was released October 27th, 1978. It is an hour and 31 minutes, the perfect length for a horror movie. The synopsis reads as 15 years after murdering his sister on Halloween night 1963, Michael Myers escapes from a mental hospital and returns to the small town of Haddonfield to kill again. This movie was directed by John Carpenter and stars Jamie Lee Curtis, Donald Pleasance, Tony Moran, and more. So I watched this movie in the car on the way home from, uh, from the Illinois trip, and I really enjoyed this movie. Uh, it was my again. It was my first time watching it, so I had no knowledge prior to it. I just knew that Michael Myers went on a uh, killing spree, and that's the premise I got from the movie. Uh, I really liked the story. I really liked Jamie Lee Curtis's character. I hated her friends. I was really excited to see them get gut. Uh, they got got, as the kids say these days. Um, uh, that, uh, yeah, that movie was great. That's all I can say. I didn't watch any other millennial movies this week. I watched a lot of TV. Uh, so I, I at least wanted to get one in, and how perfect 
to get in uh, a classic movie like Halloween when right around the corner, Halloween came out. <laughs> yes, that's right. Halloween came out October 19th, 2018. This is an hour and 46 minutes. The synopsis reads, as Laurie Strode comes to her final confrontation with Michael Myers, the masked figure who had haunted her since she narrowly escaped his killing spree on Halloween, Halloween night four decades ago. This was directed by David Gordon Green, and it stars, of course, Jamie Lee Curtis reprising her, ro her role as Laurie Strode. It stars Judy Greer, Auntie Machnack, uh, so many more people. Uh, this movie rocked, man. This movie rocked. I want to see it so bad. Oh, God, it was so great. I loved this movie, man. From start to finish, I was genuinely terrified and so into it. And it and it was perfect timing because I had watched the original the day before I saw the new one. So it was like it was a, a direct connection. This, oh man, this movie was so good. So the first, I love how this movie is structured. So the first half of the movie is killing spree Michael Myers, as you expect from the trailer. Of course, from the trailer, this is not, none of these are spoilers. This is a spoiler-free review. Uh, of course, judging from the trailer, Michael Myers, of course, escapes prison again. He, uh, bus, he is being transferred to another prison because the current prison he's in is going under renovations or they're shutting down or something. So they put a is. bunch of, of course, right? <laughs> uh, a bunch of, so this wasn't like a planned breakout that he was like, I'm going to break out and kill people. It was a coincidence that the uh, bus that was on his way on its way to the other prison crashed, of course, letting all of the inmates loose. Of course, the police care about none of them except for Michael Myers. Um, and Michael Myers speak. goes to town, man. Again, just like the original, he does not speak. You do not see his face. Uh, you don't see his face at all. You see glimpses of like the side of his face. Uh, you see parts of his neck showing in the original. Remember, in the original, she it's, stabbed him in the neck. And his face, his mask got ripped off in the And his original. mask got ripped off in the original, but you still barely see his face. That's a, a theme that they kept going here. Uh, you do not see his face or hear his voice. The only voice that you hear from him is, of course, the heavy breathing uh -huh. that was in the first movie, which is awesome. Terrifying. There is an end credit thing. So if you want to uh, see what the end credits thing is i uh i won't say what it is but there is something is it a big deal no oh. but there is something after the credits uh but yeah you should uh you should check out this movie so the first half like i said killing spree second half is more of a thriller because again judging by the trailer there's this is no spoilers there is a fight between jamie lee curtis's character and michael myers there's a situation where they are trapped in the same building and Laurie Strode uses all of the traps and weapons that she has collected over the years to fight back against Michael. And those last 20 minutes of the movie were probably some of the most intense movie moments I've ever experienced. Really? I was so entertained. And of course I bought the IMAX ticket without realizing it. So the screen was huge. The, the audio was massive. I will go see this movie again this weekend if I'll Tanner gets the point. This movie is so good, man. Probably in the top ten for this year. This will be in the list. Uh, I loved this movie, man. Uh, I can't say. Jamie Lee Curtis kills it as Laurie. It, she's the same character, just you know, 40 years older, so she's terrified. She's paranoid. It shows the family dynamic she has. 
Her daughter hates her. Her granddaughter hates her because they think she's a freak because she's always paranoid that she's going to get hurt. As she should be. As she should be if she was in this confrontation with Michael Myers. I loved this movie from start to finish. This was a 5 out of 5 for me. Again, one of the better movies I've seen this year. Go see this movie. It was amazing. So, finally, of course, let's discuss the TV uh, that I have finished in the past week. I've decided that I'm not going to give an update every week on, uh, say, uh, like when I was watching Orange is the New Black, I gave updates. Uh, there's no point in that, because the only thing you care about is hearing my review of the entire season or series as a whole. So I'm just going to, for now on when I talk about TV, either talk about TV news or talk about um, the reviews of the series that I finished. I finished three series this week. Or three seasons. Um, the first of which was Orange is the New Black. I finished the sixth season. Uh, this season was great. The season takes place, of course, directly after the end of the fifth season. Tanner, have you watched this show before? Never. Uh, you probably wouldn't like it. Uh, the, it is... These ladies in this show still blow me away, man. I loved this season. Uh, so, Tanner, to give you a synopsis, uh, it's just about... about these ladies in this all-women prison and their day-to-day. There is drama, of course, involved, and there's always a bigger scheme. But for the most part, you're just dealing with these women in prison. Uh, It's very well acted. Uh, It's very well performed. The acting is always phenomenal. Uh, These ladies always win awards for for their performance in this show. I really liked the season. The season, I think the show kind of dipped for me around the first... Maybe three or four episodes. It was boring. Same with the seasons. Season three, four kind of got dull. This one picked it right back up. And it makes me upset because I found out that the next season, season seven, is going to be the last season of this show. Uh, I can't believe it. It sounds so crazy to think about. This show's been on since uh, 2013. Uh, Season seven. uh, I can't. I remember it coming out. Yeah, it. It was such a long time. And at first I was like, this show is kind of dumb. But everyone was like, you need to watch Orange is the New Black. It's so good. And it's and it's really good. I really love it. Um, so I'm really intrigued to see how they wrap this up with a bow. Because uh, the ending of this season, the ending of this season would have been a good ending. But uh, no, uh, they're doing it one more. And uh, yeah, watch Orange is the New Black season six. Uh, very enjoyable. Uh, let's discuss uh, Daredevil real quick. Last night I finished the third season of Daredevil. Daredevil is one of the Marvel uh, Netflix original shows. And it's the best one in my opinion and in many people's opinions. This show is so damn good, dude. It is close to perfect, uh, if not perfect. Um, I, before, I, just, I say this every time, before... Uh, this show I knew nothing about Daredevil I knew there was a shitty Ben Affleck Daredevil movie back in the day when I was younger Uh, I haven't seen it just because I heard it's not good yeah it's not much (laughs) one of Ben Affleck's biggest disappointments but it's okay because he moved on to bigger and better things Tanner have you watched this show I have not you need to watch I'm about to start it yes please please watch an episode tonight at least the first one it takes a few episodes for him to get into it um, he does not wear the Daredevil costume. He is the only out of the four Netflix original shows 
to wear the official Daredevil suit, but even then, he wears just a cloth over his face, and that's it. Uh, uh, it's not even a real suit. Um, in this uh, series, or in this season, of course, um, Wilson Fisk returns, uh, otherwise known as Kingpin. He's one Ooh. of the main villains. He was the main villain in the first season. Is he huge? Uh, he is huge. He's a big guy. Um, uh, the the Vincent D'Onofrio uh, is incredible as Kingpin. He's definitely the best on-screen Kingpin there is. Wait, go back up. Um, yeah, it's just an incredible. Uh, he's an incredible actor. Uh, he was the villain in Jurassic World, if you want reference. Oh, yeah. Um, he's really good. Uh, of course, the supporting cast always kills it. Foggy Nelson, Karen Page, awesome act. Uh, or sorry, that's their characters' names, but uh, they're awesome in the show. I love those two. I really like Foggy. This is really good character development for Foggy and Karen. Uh, their characters really, really get uh, explored here, especially Karen. This is a big season for Karen. Uh, what's just astounding to me is that this show, its intention to detail is just so, so good. Joining the villain roles in this movie, or in this show, is Bullseye. Bullseye. Uh, but they never call him Bullseye. Uh, the character's name is Ben Poindexter. Everyone just calls him Dex. Uh, and this man is incredibly accurate. No matter what he shoots, throws, whatever, he uh, he never misses. And this is why he is called Bullseye. Um, the 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 character does so well with uh, with his character. Uh, the show does so well with his character. Sorry. Um, this this is just incredible. I'm looking forward to watching it. You need to watch this and let me know how it is. I was going to watch Flash over that, but nah, I heard it God, good. No, don't. No. Please, no. <laughs> the Flash is good the first couple seasons. I but remember I, watching the first season when it first came out. I did too, and I liked we it a lot. But never, We never stuck with it. No, neither, neither do I. I tried to get back into it. I tried to go catch up, but it's just so... I, they're so cheesy. Yeah. This show, all the Netflix Marvel shows are TV mature. Yeah. Which is like the rated like R. Yeah. It, they're very gritty and true to the characters and they're so good uh that it's it's so good man just watch it it's one of those things that i i just you i just can't do it justice by talking about you just gotta watch it uh but yeah that's daredevil season three it's a smash hit uh that's daredevil uh next little tidbit of uh see or the next series i finished is called haunted uh, and this isn't that new Netflix show that everyone's talking about, uh, The Haunting of Something Something. Uh, that is next up on the watch list. Um, this show is just called Haunted. It is a Netflix original show. It is only six episodes. They are all about 22 minutes each. And it circles each episode circles around a different set of people, all of which are real people. Uh, and it's just about one person that discusses a haunting event that took place in their life when they were kids or when they were adults. Uh, like the first one, for example. Uh, so how each episode is set up, they're in this a small room around like a round table. And the person that this terrible thing happened to tells the story. Like it doesn't have to be ghost stuff? Like what are they? No, like uh, one of them was uh, this woman believed that she was experimented on by aliens as a child. Oh, she would wake up. And see scary images, and she would wake up the next day with having weird languages carved into her legs and shit. 
weird stuff like that. That was definitely the least easy to believe episode. The other ones were like, the first one was like a little boy when he was little, uh, turns out he lived in a house where the mom killed her two kids and then hung herself in the closet. And, uh, then of course, when that little boy goes to bed, when every time he looks in his closet, there's a woman standing there, uh, and she haunts him to this day. Um, it, it never goes away even when he left the house. Um, and it, and it just shows this person's story. And as they're, as they're saying the story, there are actors and actresses that re, you know, they act out what he describes. So it's not only just like, it's not like it's a, just an interview with this person. There are, it's like a scary movie being told, uh, at the same time. That looks good. It sounds good. It's really good. There's only six episodes. It's really quick. It's a good Halloween ish subject to tackle. It was really good. And I felt sorry for those people because. You know, most things start out saying, like, based on a true story, based on true events. Every episode begins with, uh, this is based, or this is a true story. Not, like, based on, not... This is just true. This, it's wow. just a true story, because it's real people telling their story. And it's, uh, terrifying that this shit really happens to people. So, uh, yeah, that's, that's the TV, uh, the coverage I've got for the week. Um, you know what? You can follow me. On my social networks, uh, my personals are Logan Lewis ninety six, both Twitter and Instagram. You can follow the social networks of the podcast. The Twitter is at Butts Podcast. The Instagram is at Hold On To Your Butts Pod. You should rate, share, and subscribe this podcast. You should uh, call somebody random on your phone. Just play Eeny Meeny Miny Mo. Whoever you land on, recommend this podcast to them. Uh, especially you, Jared. Uh, and uh, what's another Jamie or Kathy if your name is one of those three names you should share this podcast with someone leave a review uh, give me five stars let me know what you think we got some big changes coming to this podcast in the coming weeks so we uh, well, I really need the support and the uh, feedback that would be amazing uh, amazing help from everyone Tanner do you want to plug your social uh, network Sure. Account. Instagram is at Tanner Smith forty six, and uh, yeah, I can't remember the Twitter one, but no, yeah. well, whatever. Yeah, it's not like I use Twitter either, but yeah. Um, it was good having you, man. It's good being on here again. Uh, we'll do this often. Yes. Uh, especially Let me know how because I did for the sports stuff. Sure. Uh, a lot of people wanted sports information, and a lot of people also want me to have more guests. I'm gonna work on that. I'm gonna try to have a guest a week. Oh. Uh, it's gonna Ooh. be. <laughs> it's gonna be. Uh, it's going to be something. It's going to get uh, get exciting. Uh, people like listening to more than one person talk, and I, I especially do. So, so yeah, that's uh, episode 21 of Hold On To Your Butts. Thank you for listening, and have a great day.